Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. Hello and welcome. It is a Real Estate 360 show. Again, this is Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable. And this is Jason O. Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer. Good day, everybody. Good day. How are you doing today, Steve? I am doing fantastic. Phenomenal, man. A lot of people call me up, you know, say, hey, how's it going? You know, they're just a generic question. You know, how are you doing? And they say, and most people say, well, I'm hanging in there. I don't want to be hanging in there. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. That's what people say, you know. Yeah, I, I, they do this. I get the, how you doing? Oh, maintaining. I'm maintaining. Maintaining. <laughs> that that sounds like stagnant talk right there. You know what I mean? You got to be going up, down, or sideways, but maintaining, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, you know, and I've got to keep myself entertained. You know, these glasses or whatever, whatever kind of glasses I've got. And these glasses, you know, I'm always looking for something, you know, unique. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty. You, I'm pretty simple, you know, just a big mug of water. Yeah, that's right. But you know, we're gonna we've got a couple of fantastic topics today um, that we're gonna talk about, and we're gonna talk about carve the carve method. This um, little euphemism that you put together to create uh, a form that shows people which way to go and how to make their offers, and you know how to recognize which way to go with an offer on things. Right. And uh, we're going to talk about where to find properties, kind of basic stuff again, but you know, this is a whole unique, whole unique economic situation that we're all faced with. And I I don't know anyone that's been in this situation that's living on this planet right now. Yeah. 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 And even, even all the way down to the money, you know, Um, is there money available? Yes. Is it as abundant as it was, you know, you know, BC before Corona? No, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, it's out there. Uh, so, but there are some, you know, some cautionary tales that, that one needs to hear today uh, so they can know what to look for because there's a lot of promises being made and there's a lot of money exchanging hands for services that will not be rendered. Which ones? Well, I mean, you got people out here uh, saying, "Hey, listen, we've got money to lend. You know, we've got money. We are, <clears throat> we can, we can do this for you. All you need to do is pay us three or four grand up front. You know, and um, there are some programs out there that will eventually lend you the money, but the vast majority of those are just not worth it. You'd be better off spending more money with your local lenders than try to shave off a couple points by giving some, you know." Some Man, company three or four grand in hopes of getting a loan. You you are dead on right. If somebody is asking you for three or four thousand dollars up front for pro- whatever whatever the the reason is, you know, just hang up the phone and go somewhere else. Now, if a lender is asking you for some money, you know, for appraisal money or stuff like that, this legitimate expense kind of money, that's fine. But this upfront stuff, man, you'll never see the money, and chances are you will not see a loan either. Right? It's, slim, it's very slim, very yeah. very slim, you know. And we still there's still money out there. Uh, there are companies. I mean, one of our main companies, as a matter of fact, is still lending money now. The lending parameters changed a little bit, 
you know, they're still doing, they're not doing uh, 190 anymore. They're doing 180 um, because they don't know where values are going to be. No one is sure where the values are going to wind up. Are, are they going to fall? Are we, you know, are we going to listen to a lot of the pundits, the talking heads that are telling us uh, real estate is going to crash through the floor? No. I mean, that's, that's not what we're seeing. None of the indicators are there. Home buyers are still buying homes. And as long as that's happening, we're not going to have any issue. People still have their jobs. Uh, the only people that really, really lost their jobs or were furloughed were people that are working in uh, the restaurant industry mostly, you know, or some kind of hospitality and entertainment. Okay. And travel, anything travel related. There's a certain industries that are just going to yeah. be decimated Absolutely. through this, but there are certain industries that are going to come out really just fine. Yeah, because you think about it, you know, people have to work from home now, right? Yeah. People have to seek employment out at homes, which means people need a place to stay, which means they're going to keep paying their rent. They're going to find ways to make money, right? Will some people downsize? Probably. But these companies that a lot of these corporate jobs in any way, I mean, a lot of these people could work from home. Think about the money that the corporations would save by not having to have employees on the spot in, in a, a specific location. I mean, if you're not in manufacturing, what difference does it make, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they'll save a ton of money and they'll do one of two things, one of three things. One, they'll just share all that wealth with the shareholders, right? Which makes them wealthier. Two, uh, they'll hire more people to do more stuff, expand their territory, basically. And or three, they'll pay their employees a little bit more money because they're making more money. Right. So, you know, those are the only three options. But you're right, though. There are some industries that are, you know, just it's going to take them a long time. It's going to take them years uh, to get back. It's going to take people years, I think, at least a year and a half or two uh, before people are really feeling comfortable hanging out right next to somebody at the movie theater or a restaurant. You know, I just don't think people are going to be that, um, you know, uh, that comfortable you, tomorrow, you know? I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that. And, uh, you know, I think that this has been hyped way out of proportion. I know a lot of people disagree with me on that. But, mm. you know, look, the media is the media, right? They take whatever it is and they, they, they expand it as much as they possibly can and talk about it constantly. <laughs> CNN's ratings are up 80%. You mean C, uh, uh, CLN? C, CLN, right. The Chicken yeah. Little Network. Thank That's you. right. <laughs> CNN, the constant negative news, you know, network. Uh, let's, let's just load it on as, and let's get it piled higher and deeper as far as, you know, as far as the eyes can see. But, you know, if you if you walk outside and you talk to people, most of them are pretty healthy. I don't know anybody in my neighborhood that's died of this thing. You know, it just doesn't look to me like it's that bad. And I've seen the numbers and they look like the flu, the flu numbers. Now, this is just me talking. I am not going to worry about it, period. Yeah. Now, that said, when Georgia opened up Monday, you know, um, Monday the 26th, yeah. I went to the local fast food restaurant, you know, and was expecting to see some people there And the door. There's a sign on the door that says maximum 20 people inside. Now I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't go for breakfast and I don't go at lunch. I go in the middle, you know, like, right, right. Brunch. Yeah. 
and, yeah, and I just kind of do that because I've always wanted to be, you know, not in a crowded place. But I went into this one and um, I was the only one in there. And I was in there for about an hour because I was just working on the phone and doing my stuff. And, and I was the only one there for the entire hour. And honestly, I was surprised. I, I said, hey, you know, the governor here opened us up. And by the way, I want to say kudos to Brian Kemp for <laughs> opening us up, taking the step forward, taking the flack from everybody. You know, I'm behind him 100%. That means nothing because I'm a pipsqueak. <laughs> you know, but still, I'm behind him. And uh, thank you, you know, Governor Brian Kemp for that. So. Well, you are definitely in the minority there, brother. Yeah, I know um, but, I am. But you know what? I, I you know, I, I do agree that we needed to do uh, something. People are very anxious to get out. They need, they want to get out and do some things. Um, but you know, uh, getting to the apex, you know, to the point where you're starting to level off. I mean, at least, at least we waited until we got there. I would have preferred to see a bit of a decline uh, because there are a lot of people that that just. You know, I mean, I, I look at it from a lot of different perspectives, right? I look at it from the perspective of, you know, who's getting it. Obviously, uh, people 65 years and older, <clears throat> I mean, out of all of the uh, deaths in particular, 80% of the people that have passed away from this are 65 or older, right? And, and then, of course, there's caveats there. You know, there's, you know the health issues that a lot of, well, the vast majority of them had. And yeah, you know, there were some healthy people that got it. You know, it has to be some kind of genetic thing, right? And how are, obviously, because some people uh, get it and have no symptoms, you know, they're asymptomatic and, and they can pass it on and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's those things that, <clears throat> you know, people have to be aware of. <clears throat> right. But, our bodies definitely need to develop an immune uh, an immunity to this, and the only way that can happen is by unfortunately being exposed to it. Well, maybe, or maybe just um, telling your body and your cells that you're not going to get it and get into a different vibrational level, and you will not get it. And I mean, even if you do get it, right? Then you can just eliminate it quickly and easily by saying, "Hey, get out." Now, yeah. most people don't believe that, and that's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. But, you know, let's bounce this back to real estate and commercial real estate to, you know, I believe that the retail business, commercial retail, commercial office is going to be affected severely by this as well because of the number of restaurants that are out there, the number of retail that's been affected. And as you mentioned, employees are going to be at home. Yeah, a lot of those stores, those retail outlets, a lot of them, unfortunately, they're just not going to make it through this. They're not going to be able to open up, period, point blank. You know, you've got some big companies that very well may not open back up. And then you've got some that are going to be able to shift <clears throat> and go heavy online. You know, this is something that our society has been bracing for for a long time. Um, you know, companies have been trying to figure out how to carve out online space. And now we're going to see those bumps. I mean, obviously, we're seeing companies like Walmart and Amazon and, you know, those kind of places because, you know, they, they focus on that. But we're going to see a lot more coming in, a lot more coming in. And we're going to see some of these retail outlets uh, close. There are, um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of retail flack uh, in the coming months. It's yes. going to be big. But listen, 
Let's take a quick little break, Steve, and come back and talk about how, how we can find opportunity inside that space. Exactly my thoughts. And we are back, Real Estate 360. And uh, just a quick question just with for you, just uh, Jason O. Miles. Where can people find us? Well, you know, I got to say, uh, people have been finding us. You know, uh, people have been reaching out to the Real Estate 360 show.com. People have been going to the podcast, Real Estate 360. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Continue to engage. Let us know what you think. Uh, um, and you know what? We should start sharing some of that stuff too, Steve, when people engage with us, you know, let yeah. them know, give them, give them a little shout out, you know, and I think we should do that next week. So, you know, you know, the people that engage with us and tell us what you think and what you want to hear, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. But it's the real estate 360 show.com real estate 360, the podcast on any platform you currently use for your podcast. Uh, and, uh, the real estate 360, uh, show um, YouTube channel as well. So you can see these great things, but you can also see these great podcasts on the website, real estate 360 show. So get to it. So get yes. to it. You know, let's, what are, so what I'm thinking that we're doing is making a lot of sense and we're kind of staying away from the, what we just talked about, which is the commercial office and the commercial retail for right now. We're not going to jump into that, but people are still buying houses that's a great thing. I was talking to a mortgage broker this past week and he said, man, I'm, I'm busier than I've ever been, mm-hmm. which is great news. You know, I want to hear stuff like that. He says, but my non-qualifying mortgages, I don't have any. Now we, we just set him up with a lender so that, that he can do non-qualifying mortgages. He can do the checkbook mortgages and the, the, the investor lender mortgages. Cause we had a source and we needed uh some representation on that. So we're putting him in business on that side, but he was already really busy doing the QMs, the qualified mortgages, which are in line with the Fannie Mae and the Freddie Mac guidelines. And which tells me that people are buying houses. And he said, yeah, people are still buying houses. So that's where we want to put all of our focus is what's, what happens on the back end? How do we get out of these? You know, we, we constantly talk about, You've got to get into this stuff knowing what's going to happen on the back end. And so the back end is people are buying houses. Uh, prices are not affected too much, although we don't really know what that's going to be yet. Right. right. I mean, we've seen, we've seen little, you know, little dips, little dip, you know, we're seeing, uh, you, we've got neighborhoods and I know that I spoke about this before where people were pushing values, you know, into the high threes you know, high threes wanting to be in the low fours, right at around the 400,000. But that was pushing, pushing values, you know, and with, you know, 2,500 square feet, things like that, you should generally be somewhere in the maybe 350 range, 340 range tops. You know, now that number's more like 325. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's not not quite a 10% reduction, and that's a realistic number, you know? So if you're shooting for uh, realistic numbers when you're, doing, when you're doing your evaluation on the property in the market, you know, uh, if you're looking in an area and you're looking at one year's worth of comparables, 
you're shooting yourself in the foot. You need to be three to six months right now, right? And those are the numbers you should focus on. If they're still high, take 10% off and make your offer there. It doesn't mean you still can't put it out there for retail at 340 or 350, right? Because you just might get it. But it means that you need to be smarter when you buy it today. You have to be smarter when you buy it. If you've got to put in 50 offers a week to get one deal because you want to buy in a particular manner, then that's what you do because you got to make sure that you're protecting your most important asset, your cash, your little soldiers. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. You've been uh, listening to Shark Tank, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's true. About his soldiers going out. And but that's, that's what they are. Yes, sir. That's what they are. You know, I mean, you got to give them your marching orders, you know, and they've got to, you know, they've got to go out and uh, plunder and pillage. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know, just be, you have to be smart when you're making offers today. You always have to be smart when you're making offers, but when, when the market is super hot and everybody wants stuff, you know, you can afford to make a mistake, even if you don't see that you've made the mistake because you can compensate for it. It's very difficult to compensate for um, um, the, the smallest mistake when you're in a market like this. And, and unfortunately, all of us will get, you know, we get caught with our pants down uh, when there's a shift so fast, right? Yeah. You know, to me, we're always asking the same four questions. Uh, where do I find the properties? Um, uh, how much uh, is a good price to pay for those properties? What am I going to do with it after, you know, it's all fixed up? How much is it going to cost to fix it up? By the way, the first two questions were the same question. Yeah. And uh, the last one is who's going to buy this thing? What's my exit strategy when, you know, this thing is done or am I going to wholesale it? What, and that we're going to come back to the carve method in a second for, for a lot of that. But, um, you know, we've been working on this co-op advertising program where we're bringing in a few investor people to, um, you know, in other words, people who want to buy and fix and resell, you know, business people, or maybe they just want to buy it and wholesale it off or write contracts, but they're looking for where do I get these properties and where do I find the people that need to sell without going through the daisy chain of wholesalers and or possibly pulling it from a realtor or Zillow or anything where it's you know, it's out there in the marketplace. So it's called, um, you know, off market properties where you find the best, the best deals and you want to be direct, you know, direct to the, to the seller. Direct to the seller. That's right. So we, Steve have over the years gotten very good at it. You know, we have this, and that when I say it, I mean marketing, you know, we have all of the outlets, uh, at our disposal, you know, we have television, radio, internet, direct mail, ringless voicemail, uh, text message software. I mean, we, we use it all and we know who we're going after. I mean, listen, it's very simple to, you know, pick up the phone and call some list broker or get online and send a, an email to a list broker and say, I want to buy a list of, you know, uh, non-owner occupied in this zip code with this much equity. You know, everybody's doing the exact same thing. What people aren't doing is creating relationships with the potential seller because that's what marketing is. It's creating relationships. You know, when people see us and hear us all the time, 
Oh, you're those guys. Oh, I saw those signs. Hey, I saw you on TV. Oh, I'm familiar with that company. Oh, I heard about you guys on the radio. Or so-and-so bought a property from you guys. Or so-and-so sold you guys a property. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that word of mouth that comes with, with that from the people that are satisfied with us is fantastic. Having said that, Steve, as you were just talking about, you know, we've created an opportunity for other people who don't want to be a part of that daisy chain. And, and, and for those of you that are listening that don't know what a daisy chain is, that's guys like us that go out and we're first on the spot. We're Johnny on the spot with the seller, right? Mm -hmm. We're the first contact. We've got the contract and we are going to wholesale that property. And then another wholesaler comes and says, Hey, I want to put that under contract to sell it. And then they do that with us. And then, they do it with another person and another person. We've been involved in situations where there were six or seven people that were getting paid. I mean, we might sell a property for 80000 It might have sold to an end buyer for $120,000. Now, that $40,000 spread went to a bunch of people that aren't doing anything. So the person that's actually doing the renovations is paying the cost, a heavy, heavy cost, because they don't they don't, maybe they don't know how to get in front of uh, the person, the actual seller. Well, that's exactly what it is. They don't know how, or they don't really want to spend the money that's really necessary to do an effective job because it's expensive. If you're going to go out and start advertising, even if you're doing something as simple as bandit signs and you want to do a, a bang up job of it, you're going to spend two or $3,000 every single month buying and putting up bandit signs to get a few phone calls, right? Yeah, and, and it's not it's not even just that. It's the effort and time. So for for a for a flipper, for a fix and flipper, the opportunity cost of spending all that time marketing is taking away from them doing what they really want to do. So exactly. we're yeah, so we're taking that opportunity cost out of the equation for them. Right. Yeah. And so our marketing plan does cover television, which is, Hey, where's everybody right now? They're at home watching TV or YouTube or, or, or social media or Facebook. So of course our marketing plan covers YouTube and the social media and Facebook. Uh, we're going to either do flyers or bandit signs in addition to that. And um, we have the call center set up. We have the admin set up because, you know, once you get the lead, how do, you know, you've got to track it and make sure that you follow up and you do all the work necessary to uh, have every opportunity to actually get that house under contract because each of those leads are, you know, expensive. They, they, they cost money, not just money. As Mr. Jason O. Miles mentioned, it's time, effort, energy, and ongoing uh, monitoring of that lead. So, we put together this program that does all of that for $2,000 a month for people who are interested in enjoying it. And, um, we, you know, I put out a flyer yesterday, uh, that, um, showed that we we're really looking for seven slots at 2000. That's $14,000, you know, per month. We already have four people who have already committed to that. So we're just looking for three more to join us on this adventure. And if you look at, let's take realtors for an example. Most realtors don't want to spend the money. They don't understand the marketing. Uh, it, you know, Mark Spain, you know, I, I'm not promoting him necessarily or anything, but he, it's obvious that he understands 
the power of marketing. He's spending a ton of money on marketing and supplying. He's doing exactly what we're doing with uh, our marketing co-op. He's doing it with other realtors because there's a built-in system for realtors, you know, to send referrals and, and earn on that. You're right. So what I, what I want to do, Steve, is I want to touch, after the break, I want to touch on some of the actual, uh, some, some real key points of the marketing system. And then I want to go into how people are going to take advantage of the deals. And we still need to talk about the carve method. That's right. That, and that'll be that part. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Break. Talk to you in a minute. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833willbuy. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. And we are back. It's uh, realestate360show.com. Mr. Jason O'Miles, tell us uh, what you were thinking uh, about talking about right now. Because yeah, well, I, top of your head, and I don't. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to just touch on some of the unique qualities of the marketing system. Obviously, we're saving people time and money. Uh, we're shortening the learning curve for them in the marketing system because we do it and we have done it for years and years and years and years. And for someone, I put it like this, our average wholesale profit is about $6,700 on average. You know, there's some we make 1800 bucks on, there's some we make $10,000 on. But on average, we've been averaging about $6,700 per wholesale deal, okay? Now, on the properties that we choose to fix and flip, we are buying them on average, we're in them at about 60 cents on the dollar. Well, that's actually our maximum. You know, we're not buying in at 70% or 65%, you know, or which is the limit of most of the lenders, right? Yeah, we're buying 60, 60% of the ARV after repaired value. Absolutely. Okay. And we're buying, you know, 60% or less all in. So the opportunity for a wholesaler or a fix and flipper to be a part of this program and get, you know, four, five, two, however many quality, verified, vetted leads, people that absolutely want to sell. There's no question if they want to sell their house, it's who's going to buy it. And you get to be the first one there. You know everything about the property before you go. You know the person's name, you, you know what the address is, you know if they have a mortgage, you know what it is if they do, you know if they're behind on their taxes, you, you know you know everything. The only thing you don't know is how much it's gonna cost to renovate the property. It's the only thing you don't know when you get there. So right. when you show up, you're showing up to basically check to see how much it's gonna cost to renovate this property and make an offer. As simple as that, right there on the spot. Now, if you paid, you're, you're, you know, we're charging $2,000 if you get one deal and you're a wholesaler. You get one, if you just got one deal and that deal made you $10,000 instead of $3,000. 
even if it made you three thousand. You know what I mean? And if you're a horse, if you're a fix and flipper, and you didn't have to go through the daisy chain and pay guys like us, right? A wholesaler. If you were the first person in, and you were in it at sixty cents on the dollar, and it's a property that could, you know, maybe sell for three hundred thousand. That's an, an additional $30,000 that you would have generally paid someone else. Now it's yours. I, I got a question for you. As you're talking, I'm just listening to the reasoning. And so, you know, I, I started putting this together and, and you, you said, hey, this sounds like a great idea. And uh, I, why are we doing this? I mean, as you're talking about this, aren't we cutting ourselves out of a, a nice profit margin? Absolutely not. Keep all these leads for ourselves and just do them and make money on them and all that. Could we do that? We, we could do that. We could be the biggest wholesalers in Atlanta, you know, if we wanted to. But the reality of it is it would defeat the purpose of what we really want to do. We do want to make money, but we're in business to help other people make money as well. And the reality of it is we can't do all the deals. We can't. You know, we are accustomed to selling 15 or 20 deals a month in our local area. And we could continue to do that. But you know what? As fun as you are, Steve, I'd sure like to have some other people sitting at the table and eating with us. And that's just the reality of it. We can't do it all. <laughs> we can't do it all. We can't do every deal. It's impossible. There's so much opportunity. And, and the bigger we get, the wider our net is that we cast in terms of marketing the more deals we get because the numbers stay the same, right? Absolutely. And yeah. So in, in terms of the percentages of people that we see and talk to and deal with. So it turns into us being able to help other people find success. And, and that's really all it's about. I mean, from my perspective anyway, I mean, we can't do it all. And it's, it's a little bit, for me, it's about the fun of it all, you know? Yeah. I, I, it gets boring after a while if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, right? And <laughs> yeah. Even though with real estate, it's never the same thing ever yeah. over and over again. It's just not like that, but, yeah. uh, but still it's kind of the same thing. If you know, you, you want still want to blaze some new trails and do some different things. And absolutely. And I so know. in addition to this, you know, we, we're putting our brand out there. We'll buy LLC with this marketing program. So we're going to be, uh, doing a bit of training because we just don't want all, any knucklehead out there m messing things up for this particular marketing program or our branding or our reputations or anything like that. Right. Um, That's just another so, reason why we keep it limited. Yeah. You know, we don't want to saturate markets. We don't want to do anything like that. We want people to actually have a real value in working with us. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. And, and this goes right into, uh, what we were talking about earlier, the carve example, right? The carve method. And, <clears throat> you know, there you run into four basic problems all the time, right? Or, or four situations, not even problems, because there's an infinite number of problems, right? Yes. But the property itself will fall into, you know, four categories. And those categories are based on, you know, how much equity there may be in them, Right you know, zero to 50%, 51 to 80, 81 to 105, 106, 107, and then just, you know, totally underwater, you know, it's just, you owe $300,000 and the house is worth 200, you know, and, 
You know, those are really bad situations. We actually have a client uh, that is in a situation like that. And her house has been underwater since the, since the, um, the crash, Steve. I mean, we're talking better than 10 years. She still wow. holds more than it's worth. She bought it for three twenty-five in Clayton County. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Three twenty-five oh. in Clayton County. And she <laughs> well, got you can get a lot of house in Clayton County for three twenty-five. Yeah, it was one of those new subdivisions where they were pushing numbers, you know. <clears throat> and then the house is just after the crash. I mean, it tanked her. She had offers at one hundred eighty thousand. I mean, she's she's going to take her forever to pay that thing off, you know. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> uh, she's getting closer to the break-even mm -hmm. point, though. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she's getting there. She's chipping away at it, but uh, you know. <clears throat> In those situations, in the carve, you know, you're looking when, let's take it from the first position. You go out, we give you one of these leads that you paid for and you go out and you look at a house and it's got a lot of equity, right? Uh, I mean, it's got a ton of equity. You'd be in this thing, worst case scenario at 50 cents on the dollar, which is fantastic. You know, once you have a conversation with this owner, generally speaking, that's your all cash offer right there, right? We want to get these people in and out of there right away. You want to, want to in the closing and out the closing as fast as possible because it's such a great deal. Okay. So if you are a fix and flipper, let's say you have to already know where your money is, you know, in terms of your lending um, so that you can, if you're, if you're lending, I mean, you could be paying cash for the house. Who knows, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to know right away when you look at this deal, okay, they're going to say yes to $35,000 or whatever the number is, right? Let's say, you know, 50 grand. They're going to say yes to 50 grand. Everything is aligned. You know, when we're doing all the, the paperwork and we're doing our uh, property evaluation and our, and our renovation checklist, and we know what it's going to cost to renovate it. And we're standing there and we're talking to the owner and, and we ask them, you know, and I'm very different when I do this. <clears throat> I'll say, Hey, listen, did you, did you have an idea of what you wanted for this house? Uh, Cause I'm going to make you an offer today because you're aware that this house is falling in on itself, you know? <laughs> right. <clears throat> and they'll say, yeah, you know, uh, I, I was thinking about, you know, 45,000. If, if I'm looking at my list and my mail, my maximum allowable offer, is at 50,000 and they're opening up at, you know, 45 and I'm going to tell them, would you take 40? <laughs> you know, you would, you know? <laughs> how about 40? <clears throat> I wouldn't say it in the first way, but I'd say, how about 40,000? And I'd, I'd average it out. I'd meet them in the middle so that they feel like they're winning as well. But I just saved myself at least another $7,000. I've just made, actually. Um, but I want to close that out as fast as possible, right? I want to close it out as fast as possible. In situations where you're looking at a property that's got, you know, maybe, you know, 75 uh, to 80%. It's only got about, you know, 25, 20 to 25% equity. You know, uh, that's not a situation where you're going to go get a hard money loan, right? So now we're going to start talking about seller financing, and uh, things like that. <clears throat> and when you're doing that, it's okay. What do I want to do with this house? You know, does it need a ton of work? You probably don't want that house if it needs a ton of work. If it's 
a situation like Scott Bowen says, a situation where you can come in and just slap the ugly off it real quick and maybe resell it for what it's actually worth. Or maybe you want to rent it out. You know, maybe you want to be a landlord because there are people that want to do that. But we don't talk a lot about renting. We talk about owner financing it out so that we don't get telephone calls in the middle of the night because a light bulb went out. <laughs> right? Right. You don't want to do that. And and that's a way if you're interested in single family, um, a single family portfolio, you know, anywhere between, you know, I'd say between 70 and maybe 195 percent. Uh, and when I say 70 and 100 percent, I mean, there's no equity to 30 percent equity in the property. <laughs> Those are great situations for you to do a takeover subject to, you know, some kind of seller financing and lease option that out to someone else and start to get yourself to a situation where you're making your six figures a year. Let's talk more about that after the break. But I also want to talk about in segment four, um, specifically what we're doing. I mean, this is be like a hundred thousand dollar consultation. We're going to tell you exactly what our strategy is. Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home, what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. All right, so we are back. We are back. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Um, you know, that's a little bit about the car example, just a little bit. And, and you know, we can share that uh, information with you when you want. Just reach out to us. It's a lot more extensive than that. We're just giving you what we can right here, right now. But Steve, I got a question for you. Okay, yes. I'm so, hello, you know, uh, what are we doing right now? <laughs> you know, what is the, what is the billion dollar thing that we're doing right now that, you know, no holds barred, man. It's, it's all on the table. What are we doing? So don't hold anything back. Don't do it. Don't do it. Right at the don't end of the last segment. Like Rocky in that last round, he wanted to finish it. Right. Cut me. Cut me. Let it all out, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut me. I'll just tell you, please. <laughs> um, but seriously, you know, we've got a combined uh, real estate experience of, I don't know. What is it? 70 years, 60? No, not that much. Probably closer to 60, 60 years. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and we've seen almost everything and, and that has helped us significantly, you know, if you will navigate this and look at it and come up with new things while we've been sitting at home, uh, like the co-op advertising program. And, and what we're doing from that is we're looking for some pretty specific, properties. And at the time, you know, we weren't sure if there were going to be any lenders. So, uh, 
our focus was this. It's finding the properties that don't need too much work, financing them however we can. Now we're going to look at the carve method to determine that uh, because there's so many variables there depending on really how much work there is and the financing that might be in place and the subject tos and possible owner financing. So we're, we want to get into those with as little cash down as possible or structure it so that we can bring in a joint venture partner as well. That's, those are all options. So I'm talking to the people who may not have a lot of cash who want to get into the real estate business and this is how to do it. And um, we're looking for those houses that have uh, not that much work. We don't really want to do anything unless there's huge, huge potential and opportunity. We just don't want to do another uh, reno where we're adding square footage. We're, we're dealing with, a massive numbers of permits and and drawings and hoops, fiery hoops to jump through from the cities that uh, require all that stuff. And, you know, some of them aren't even working. You know, I guess they're working now. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell. It, but, is, hard to tell <laughs> it is. You know, um, so really we want to be in those situations where it's a fluff and buff. We don't really need permits. They're not required. We can go in and clean it up, paint it up, and put some lipstick on it. Spend, you know, five or 10000 maybe uh, on those types of things. And then turn around and sell it as a QM, qualified mortgage, to a retail homeowner buyer. Um, are yeah, we Steve, find- let, me, let me ask you something now, because, you know, everybody wants to find those deals, right? Everybody's looking for the simple quick fix thing, you know, how, how, are we, how are we getting those things? I mean, what are we doing to get those? That's a great question. And I'm kind of glad you asked me that. Uh, would it be a good idea to maybe get in front of the homeowners so we can get the best property mm-hmm. for our money as possible and also have the opportunity to maybe structure some owner financing or some subject to financing, get the best price, get the best terms, whatever. Now that reminds me of a saying that we used to have way back, you know, in the middle ages when we were, real estate. <laughs> but uh, it was like, I'll tell you what, if you want to dictate the price, let me dictate the terms. Yeah. However, if, if um, you want to dictate the terms, then I'll dictate the price, you know? Mm -hmm. So in other words, if you're going to say, I need this amount of money and it's retail, well then in order to make it work for me, give me, let me tell you what the terms are. In other words, owner financing or certain, certain amount down and low interest so that it can work. Mm -hmm. It's just like the one we did in Fayetteville where it was subject to low interest rate, small payments, Works right. all day long. It wasn't the greatest price, but there's an opportunity there. So, um, what but I'm even with that deal, we still made what eight grand. It, yeah, we did. We we made um, a little bit more than that. Well, we took some of that and put it into some marketing. Yeah, so, exactly. And uh, and and you know what? We ended up putting a deal together where we actually paid the seller her a little fee 
after we closed the deal. And honestly, when we put this thing together, I didn't think we were going to be selling it in, you know, within six months, I thought we were going to be selling it within four or five years. So I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we sold it and then, Oh, Oh, well, we owe her, you know, $5,000. Yeah. Okay. So it is what it is, you know, yeah. but everybody was happy in those situations. And that's the, uh, having the ability to see the options where most people would just throw that deal away. They wouldn't have, I mean, she'd been trying to sell that property for a couple of years before she found us. Exactly. And she had it on, on Zillow. I wouldn't looked at, we all, you know, we looked at the history and she had it on there for 150 and then she'd reduced it a couple of times. She'd spent, I don't know, eight or $10,000 putting in mm -hmm. new systems and flooring. They did kind of a crappy job. She lived out of state. She couldn't monitor it. She wasted a lot of money. And then she said, the heck with it. I give up. Yep. It was a great idea for her. You know, she did, she did okay with us. She did. We took over the payments. We got it uh, cleaned up and, and, and retail ready. And she didn't have to do anything but collect a check. Exactly. She didn't do a thing but collect a check. You know? And uh, I think she was at the point where she just wasn't going to make another payment. Yeah. On that and, that, and, and that was one of those options going back to the carve example where, you know, it was a seller financing option because at the time we did the deal, she had what, maybe... 5% equity, maybe? Yeah, you know, when I was looking at it, yeah, which would, she could, she could not have sold it, listing it with a realtor and actually walked away with any money. It would have cost her money to do it. That's right. Yeah. It would have cost her money to sell it. And she sure as heck couldn't sell it from out West, you know, where she lived. Yeah. That's too far. You know, you can't, well, I guess you could, but you know, you take it, it takes a certain amount of expertise Absolutely. Do that. And she didn't, she certainly didn't have that. She's not a realtor. She's right. She works uh, in corporate. And those are the examples. And, and those are for people that are listening. Those are, that was a lead that came from Craigslist. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. you know, I tell people all the time, don't get rid of it. Craigslist is a great place. I know I'm kind of sidestepping here for a second, but I'm, I'll, I'll digress here in 30 seconds or less. But Craigslist is a great place to market. You know, we just throw stuff up there and refresh it every couple days or so and wait for things to come back. It's also a great place to build your cash buyers list. I mean, we built a list of, what, four or 500 people yeah. on Craigslist alone. Well, it started out with Craigslist and then it was referrals and then it was our signs yeah. and then it was yeah. everything else that we're doing. Yeah. And you know, four or four or five hundred people isn't that many for this this area. No, I mean, it's not. It's not at all. But it's a if if uh when we're doing our trainings, one of the biggest things that people want to know is how do I build my buyers list? What do I need to do? And for us it's just kind of second nature with the technology and information that people have at their fingertips today, it is very easy to use Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. Uh, depending on where you are, you can even use Zillow to do that. So, right. but those two places in particular are just massive and just throwing stuff on Craigslist. And by the way, we did it in different markets. Okay. We don't just do it in Atlanta. We know that people from California and Colorado and Utah and New York have bought property in Atlanta because of the price. And, and their hopes to find wealth in real estate, right? Riches in real estate. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but they got sick of being landlords at some point. So we market to those folks. We market to them because they look there and they look on Facebook. Let me take a minute and just kind of go over something. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm, so, you know, looking at what we're doing, we're doing the same thing. We're just recognizing that there's some tweaks here and there. We're finding the sellers direct. We're using the carve method to, to find the best avenue to make things work so we don't miss any opportunities. And then we're, we're a little bit more conservative on the price buying, which, you know, we've always been pretty conservative on that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You know, we're, we're just being a little more careful. And then we've re-identified our end markets to retail because we need QM mortgage qualified people. So now instead of wholesaling it, we got to flip over to QM to, so that the funding source is there looking at what's going to happen on the back end of this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's the same, but it's different. Yeah. And that's, and that's where we are now guys, listen, make sure that you check us out on the podcast, real estate, three sixty show, uh, go to realestate360show.com. We've got a few events that are going to be coming up in the end of May uh, and in June. You're going to want to see what those are. Uh, we're all practicing social distancing right now, you know, to some extent. So we're going to do some stuff online. We're looking forward to the time that we can uh, get back to our live events. Hopefully that'll be, you know, next month. Um, but go to the go to the website, realestate360show.com. See what we have available for you. We're going to have some free classes coming up. So go there, check it out, take action. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. We do home renovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, it doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404-348-2348. That's 404-348-2348. Or you can get us online at www.5starservicesatlanta.com. Give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services.